makes me wonder the stories my kids will tell about me someday. Remember that time Dad went and got the mail, and there was a bee? He's only in the hospital for like two months. What a brave man. any street signs in your garage or anything like that? I do not have a garage currently. Or did you have any up in your room when you were a rebellious kid? Uh, no. No, I was not that kid. I had drawings of almost well, that's not true. I had drawings of things I'd drawn. Uh, sorry. Drawings of my own. <laughs> you drew things you drew? I don't know what happened there. In the, in the latter half of we're when done. it was officially my room. Uh, before that, it was almost exclusively posters of comic book things from Wizard Magazine. Some maybe like Nintendo Power posters or whatever. But no, okay. I had no street signs. I was not that cool kid. I did not have the the Bob Marley getting high poster or anything like that. Hot babes. I never had any hot babes. My brother had a couple of hot babes, but I was very boring and just had Spawn and Spider-Man and X-Men hanging out. Yeah, so I had mostly that stuff. I did have uh, a street sign that I had found somewhere it had fallen off and it was in a, a gully that I was cleaning up for a service project and I'm like dibs now I can be a rebel and have a street sign so I had a street sign I don't remember which street it was for don't think it was Steve Avenue that would have been <laughs> Steve Avenue <laughs> sorry that's there's no yeah. way it was Steve Avenue <laughs> but okay <laughs> might have been I don't know I can't remember I, have to go to, um, I can't go to my old room but anyway, I had some friends who were big into stealing street signs. Their garage was just full of uh, street signs. And they, they considered themselves the the uh, the good kind of street sign stealers because they would never steal anything that affected traffic. But they, would, they wanted to collect one of every kind of sign. And they had a system on how they would steal these signs. Now, how would you imagine that two young people in the late 90s would steal street sign? What, would, what do you think... The process would entail i have never stolen one myself i don't know if they're like bolted on at the top or how they're attached so i i feel like the first few would be incredibly sloppy and maybe even very destructive but not 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 in a smart way i would not think <laughs> you're you're right you are 100 correct so this was their system they would find the sign that they want and it's always on one of those poles sticking in the ground and uh, they they were like, oh, it's too hard to get it out. Like, you can't get it off the pole quickly and easily while it's out there because someone will see you. It takes too long. So their system was they'd get in their truck. They would find that street sign. They would plow into it <laughs> with their truck so that it knocked it out of the ground. They would pick it up still in the concrete, still on the pole, put it in the back of the truck, and then drive away to their house. And then, within their the privacy of their own property take the the sign off the pole and then throw the pole away and then spend however long it takes to fix the truck no this is an old beater truck that their parents let them drive this is not a truck that anyone's ever fixing so it was just my sign removing truck yeah well i mean it was his truck for everything but it was also his sign removing truck trucks from the 60s and 70s which uh, this was probably a an early 80s truck it was back when trucks were still made out of nothing but truck and you could just plow into anything, and it, it didn't damage it. So at least not enough that high school boys would care. So they did this several different times. 
And they, it was a very successful system. They had all these different street signs. They were always bragging about them. And then one day they're like, oh, we want a no dogs allowed sign. So they found one and said no dogs allowed. It had the, the dog taking a dump and then the, the no thing over it. Like, okay, we're going to use our old, trusty, reliable system. They plowed into it, picked it up, put it in the back of the truck, took it home. Try as they might, they could not get the sign off of the pole. It just wouldn't come off this time for some reason. And they tried and tried and tried. And they just got str- freaked out. And they're like, oh, no, well, we can't just have the sign around. People will know what we did. So they threw it in the river. And then there was a drought. So the water level dipped and the sign kind of poked out. So there was a no dogs allowed sign right in the middle of the river. Just poking out just a little bit. Just enough that you could read it. Okay. That's the end of that story? (laughs) There's no dogs allowed in the river, Jason. What more do you want? Your dog can't poop in the river. That that one one sucked. (laughs) They'd try hard enough. (laughs) Well, yeah. What would you have done? Drawn a picture of the sign and hung it up? I wouldn't have thought to use a vehicle as a mean... Actually, I, I, I can't say that. I'm a dumb kid. I probably would have thought, yeah, let's use this big heavy vehicle to run into the sign and take it down. That probably is a step that I probably would have taken. Let he who has not driven a truck into a sign cast the first stone. Well, it, you make it sound like somebody's actually run into a sign on accident. That that this is This is purely a means to an end. Maybe that's how they started. Maybe they accidentally crashed into one on accident sometime, and then they're like, ooh, this could be our thing. This is our origin story. It's like how uh, uh, Marv and Harry start being the, the wet bandits. Accidentally flooded a house. Ooh, that could be our thing. That's our calling card. That becomes our thing. And when that doesn't work out, haha, we we we're the truck bandits. Get stuck to something. Yeah, the truck bandits. The 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 sign bandits by way of truck not, that's not nearly as catchy they could be the transits okay when you ask what does that mean it means we want signs and when we see signs we want we run over them <laughs> our truck i really want that to end with the dent bandits? them uh somehow losing access to that truck and having to get a new one and this one's not nearly as sturdy and it just destroys it the first time they try and get a sign <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Man, we finally ruined the truck. All right, what do we what do you got? Well, I drive this sweet Toyota Tercel. We could try that. <laughs> you know what I've always wanted? Roundabout sign. They're stupid. Everyone can see the roundabout. Why do we need a roundabout sign? Let's take it. <laughs> I feel like signs now have got to be better reinforced. Right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine I've never run into one. I've seen cars that accidentally have run one over and, you know, they get enough speed. They come down, but I would not think that that would be a a lucrative business opportunity. (laughs) So every mailbox on my street was just like your standard wood post or metal post into the sidewalk, except for ours. Ours was in a, it's like someone poured cement into a flower pot stuck the mailbox in it, and then broke the flower pot. So you got just like this cylinder of cement with the thing there, which meant that our mailbox would fall over every time it got super, super windy, or every time my sister came home, because she hit that thing constantly. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't do any damage, because the slightest little boop would just kong, 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 Yeah. I unfortunately didn't get to live that. I, our Our mailbox was on our house, so I didn't get to go down to a mailbox and check the mail as 
<laughs> Having now had mailbox and knowing people that have mailboxes that you have to reinforce or whatever, they get broken. I, I'm glad I didn't. You, you say that like like you were so deprived. I didn't get to walk out to the mailbox. I just had the government bring my garbage directly to my house. I mean, I, I did have to fight wasps. It was on our porch, and it's like a front porch that was covered, but the wasps would constantly pu- uh, build nests up in like the corner of that area. But then they started getting ballsy and just building them inside the door. So you'd open the door, and it's, oh, God, there's one right there. <laughs> So I would have to go out and around our porch and like get the mail and like stand and yeah, go upstairs. So I'd like watch for the wasps and be like, and get the mail. Okay, get the mail. There's no wasps. Oh God, dive bombing. Ah, why didn't you kill the wasps? Have you listened to this podcast? Do you know what I was like as a kid? Do I sound like the kid that would get the gumption to just kill the wasps? No, I ran. And it made getting the mail a traumatizing experience. So what you do is you get a lighter and some hairspray. <laughs> and you get all napalmic on those sons of guns. And that doesn't work nearly as well as it sounds because it's not... Hairspray and a lighter, children, does not make a flamethrower. It just m- burns your hand. But, you know, it does take out a, a hornet's nest real good. Baseball bat. You've already got the running down, so you just got to hit first and then run. This would have, I would have shattered siding or broken a window. It's bad enough that I tried to kill a fly inside one time with a shoe. And I put the shoe right through the window. <laughs> shoe was on my hand and I just pushed it right through. Okay, so my family has a very complex and storied history with flies. We would get flies in the house and you have to kill them and i did the exact same thing there was a fly on the window once and i'm like we hated them we would do anything to kill them so i would just boom and put my hand right through not through but i just shattered the window just with boom <laughs> and the guy who came to replace it was like what happened to your your window here oh my son was smashing a fly i was like yeah this happens all the time <laughs> i replace a lot of windows for families with high school boys who are stupid like yep that's exactly what it was you're you could not be right more right the the really interesting uh way that we would get rid of flies is my dad was obsessed with shooting them with rubber bands so he would walk around the house with the rubber band like in the the ready to fire position he shot off his thumb which i always thought was weird i'm more of an index finger man but he was a thumb shooter that's not the point but he would like just follow him and he he got to the point where he could shoot him off the window with a rubber band, which is pretty dope. And my brother would kind of, he was probably five or six at the time, and he would go with like a newspaper to like make the fly land, and then my dad would shoot it. And so we called him Fly Dog because he was like a hunting dog, but in reverse, so that he, my dad could shoot up. So my brother was Fly Dog, and my dad was the, this big game hunter. And I very clearly remember... There was one time when my dad was tracking a fly, waiting for it to land. I'm sitting on the couch reading a book, and out of the blue, he just shoots at this thing midair, hits it like a Patriot missile taking out a scud, kills this fly midair, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and he's like, you saw that, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, put that on my tombstone. I shot that fly out of midair. I'm like, I will sing this story until you die, Father. This is your greatest achievement. 
Far better than the four children you uh, raised. <laughs> wow. That is <clears throat> that is some father lore right there. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Makes me wonder the stories my kids will tell about me someday. Do you remember when dad did such and such? It's like, oh yeah, I couldn't believe he lived. <laughs> remember that time dad went and got the mail and there was a bee? I've never seen someone run around the house so fast. He's only in the hospital for like two months. What a brave man. <laughs> you need to remember that. Everything you do, your kids watch. So you need to hype it up and make it awesome. Because by the time they tell the story on whatever podcasts are in 30 years, it needs to be cool. Dad always had these sparklers with him. And whenever he would like <laughs> suck a bug up in the vacuum or <laughs> move something off a shelf, he always lit one and was like, yeah! I never got it, but that was his thing. <laughs> That's how you should dad. get rid of bugs, is you light up the sparkler and you burn them alive with it. Skewer them with this flaming oh, spear. All your things, you use a bat, use a um, homemade flamethrower. All of your things are so destructive. I already put a shoe through a window. I don't need help. <laughs> because it is us against the bugs in this world, Jason. And our only advantage is technology. They have numbers. They can see in the dark. They can fit under the refrigerator. All we have is fire and pointy sticks. This is how we conquered the world, and it is how we will conquer it still. Yes, and that didn't go badly at all. Fire and pointy sticks. Yes, let's do it. Hey, there's a reason mammoths are extinct. They're building mammoth nests by the primitive man's mailbox. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. Uh-huh.